It's the Tiltcast episode 423. Juicy. And this week, guys, Rusty talks more Final Fantasy 14 and some Final Fantasy 16 news. And Fantasy. we also talk Elder Scrolls Online and Dying Light. Final Stay Fantasy. tuned. Very moist. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Uh, and yeah. we're back. Oh, and I don't sound like ass. Hey, I'm Nas. <laughs> uh, I'm Rusty. I'm Jason. And this is the Tiltcast. It is it was about 9.45 on 5.29, the day before SpaceX doesn't launch. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just hope it doesn't you mean fucking explode. The day before SpaceX doesn't launch for the second time. No, no, they tried and exploded. Hey, just for the uninitiated, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. And some games and some news. Bullshit. Um, it's a good week to be back. Bullshit. Just keep saying it. Rusty doesn't sound like ass. Bullshit. Yeah, that's because I'm back on a fucking studio mic in the studio. You know, because, well... Justin begged me to. <laughs> we're uh we're pretty close to social distance. We're on exact opposite sides of the table. Yeah, we're 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 at about four and a half feet. It's okay, we're not hugging. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's at home. Yeah, Jason's at home. Yeah. Uh, apparently a enjoying some mood lighting i don't and, and, i don't understand like this is what we hear it's gonna take me a while i'm setting up a camera and then you get on camera finally and you've got fucking mood lighting going on it's like almost like candlelight and in your room in your uh makeshift right, studio right, right now and, and i'm let, wondering where, where me and Rusty are sitting here speculating is did he get into the amateur oh yeah business here oh, yeah he's streaming he's streaming his life right now well, it's either Let, Big Brother or this. it's or it's uh, two Irish people. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> let's uh, let's set the story straight here and just say my wife got two of those IP outdoor cameras you're from using her them, job, and you're doing them indoors. And she wanted me to install one for the backyard right now. It's um, for when there's it catches video when there's movement. Is that what the deal is? Well, no, it'll it'll record like seven continuous days. Oh. You can set up motion to notify you when there is, but for the most part, it's just so like when the kids are in the backyard, she can actually check on them, or or, or you know could just watch them anyway um it's like it's hot outside i can see you on tv well <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no it's put the monitor because, you monitor on your phone right yeah the so the five your... and six year old like to just run out the back door you know and you may be in the middle of taking a shit oh. you may be you may be in the middle of mixing something together for dinner and you can't exactly stop right that second go chase them I mean, you could just put them in handcuffs. I was going to say something to the effect they that make you went child, there. They make child leashes. I, I mean, there's a reason why I you don't just, have You just attach humans. it to some bungee cord and put like a 100-foot lead on it. They go too far and just <laughs> <Boing>. yoink. 
there's a reason neither one of you should have young children. That's right. We don't have. We don't. We don't. I, I kind of makeshift raise somewhat uh, uh, a seventeen-year-old. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you but go. doesn't require a child leash because she has keys. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's just yeah, just fucking kids on bungee cords, man. <laughs> just like boing. Bungee cord parenting, right I, there. I uh, there's a reason why I don't have you know little versions of myself. Your your teenager there would uh, probably see that as a good workout. I mean, I yeah. I mean, yeah. I know she's she's. Not here right now, but she, uh, there was a point during all of this, she was just doing handsprings in the backyard. <laughs> it, there's that. There's that, man. Walking the dogs every opportunity. I'm just probably, uh. Getting the hell out. Yeah. Only bad thing about her not being here right now is the lawn maids mode. Oh, and that and I'm ready to, it. I'm ready to fork out $30 and I just can't, I can't get another lawnmower. Can't get another person to mow your lawn, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the lawnmower. You know how to use it. You just don't. Want to. Okay. That's 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 the... Uh, the want to part, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, I understand because I would just pave over everything that grows anyway, so... <laughs> I will say, um, leading in, I'm really thankful to have Rusty here. Yeah. I'm going pretty stir-crazy. Been uh, fighting some, uh, honestly, without digging deep, some pretty uh, pretty bad depression. Yeah. And this, uh, this I was good. really wanting to just see a familiar face. It doesn't count picking up groceries from Walmart. No. Um, or looking at the store clerk in the building while I pump gas, which I've only done twice in the last two months. Wait, I haven't even... And I haven't gotten takeout anywhere since I started the, you know, low-carb thing two weeks ago. Yeah. And the kid hadn't been here so basically, since, like, March. No no human and contact. And so, aside from seeing Jessa while she was in town with the dog a few times, I haven't had fuck all for human contact for, like, eight weeks. I mean... It's... It's... Whew. It would It would be perfect for me. I mean, uh, I mean it's... My saving grace is the dogs, man. I'm lucky that Lola's a, a cuddly beast. Yeah, well, I, uh, uh, I, I would be perfectly fine with not seeing another human soul. Uh, you know, just that's. Just I'm me. just, you know, I'm I'm selectively social, you know, and it doesn't count on camera all the time. But I, if I don't know you, fuck you for the I most mean, part, right? Yeah. But if I do, I never mentioned this as an M-rated show. You should have got that by yeah, now, right? Um. Anyways. Rated M for men. <laughs> men. <laughs> We're men. <laughs> We're men. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a rough few weeks. I, I've wanted to get back into the fucking studio for uh, a while. The whole fucking Skype thing really pisses me off. Yeah, if you guys notice, me and Rusty sound vastly superior to Jason, and we know that we're already superior to Jason, but, but now the microphones make it apparent. Yeah, now it's now it's oh, really true. Oh, fuck you. Now it's really true. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, and we can talk all kinds of shit, and you can't hit us, so fuck off. <laughs> so, no, it's, um, no, the, from a, from a sound standpoint, obviously, studio is better, but... 
Uh, it's so much different. <laughs> like, you know, I think to myself, yeah, I can hear myself on my monitors, and that's just how it sounds. And then I listen to the finished product, and you do a pretty good job of cleaning it up. T- but then <laughs> we got Jason on the Snowball via Skype, and the Snowball in studio sounds pretty good. The Snowball via Skype is better than a typical Skype call, but, but there's a factor of two. Yeah, but... <laughs> Rusty so. sounds warm and juicy. He doesn't sound flat and stale. Please don't, please don't oh, use God. the word juicy. <laughs> oh my God! Enjoying them juices, are you? Warm and juicy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! I wrote that down as a show title. Oh boy! Here we go. Oh God! The, uh, it's been funny. I can't too, wait so to do the picture for that. He's a. Uh, We've been a. Uh, Rusty's been relinquishing <laughs> control for a week, and it's. So, for those of you that don't know, here's here's the order of rotation. I do a lot of the posting and the write-ups. Yes. Um, Rusty was doing – Jason writes the basic notes. Right. And then Rusty was doing the recording and picking the image and using Photoshop and then decompressing and putting everything back together and then sending it back to me in a compressed folder for me to upload and yeah. sort and post and all that right. other shit. That's all production. And all the production together takes a while. The, the image takes a while. Um, for me yeah jason out of the three of us is the most artistic yeah um rusty continued to give jason directions long after he quote-unquote relinquished control um he no what there's no excuse you just couldn't resist it being any different than what you've gotten used to for about 150 episodes consistency is a thing i want consistency i was surprised you weren't telling him how high the font had to be and what pixel it had to start at it, well i mean i was about to but i i decided to give him some artistic freedom i think it would have been easier and i decided not to get in the middle of it because you guys have known each other longer than i've known the two of you but i almost said rusty just put it in two fucking masks and leave it alone right like a, a text mask a a backing mask and another backing mask i and just I, leave it in three layers on where the positions of everything should be and the colors that are already preset, and then just let it go. I did. I gave him my template. So <laughs> I gave him my Photoshop template, which had everything in it. There was. I it was one day I was font, working, and I just everything. my messenger just keeps blinging, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? And there's Jason and Rusty going back and forth, and I can tell they're just getting <laughs> pissed at each other. And I think at one point, Rusty didn't realize that he was pissing Jason off for a while, and then it finally sunk in. But um, now, Rusty is only responsible for still a very big portion of what we do. I mean... Probably the hardest portion of what we do. I have to make these fools sound good, which is... Hey, if you listen, and you want to write show descriptions, and you're good at it, no, I'll pay you ten bucks a pop. (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm not getting paid, so fuck you, getting a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Justin and I can both write fairly good show descriptions. The problem is, like, for me, especially ever since the kids moved in, um, you know, I get off here, um, time to actually sit down and write a show description and make sure it doesn't sound like the last six weeks. Um, I dry out can be fairly can be fairly difficult Um, and I know Justin just he dries out you end up just basically on autopilot following the 
same format for your description every week. Well, yeah, sometimes I do, and it would. Uh, I'm not a writer. I don't know. I'm not a writer. Um, I'm not an audio guy, but right, we are. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty do uh, do a damn. Good we just job like talking about video games, and we decided to make it work somehow. I mean, somebody has to do it. Well, and honestly, I mean, Trent kind of showed us the ropes on getting started with recording, and he gave us a good start. Yeah. Um, and then Rusty seemed the most acclimated to it, so he just started I just doing started it. Started doing it. Yeah, it, it wasn't ever a thing that was ever assigned. I just said, "Ah, uh, it's going to happen." You know, I think I can make this better. And then I started tinkering, and you've gotten vastly better. Honestly, this is, you know, you don't have any formal training with it. And I'm sure if you're an audio engineer and you listen to the show, there's plenty of things that you can pick out. But yeah. To the casual listener, they don't know that we're 100% amateur. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I try. And I will say with a lot of pride, we do sound a fuckload better than a lot of shows to listen to. <laughs> yeah. That's true. No but, offense. But, you know, a lot, of, a lot of podcasts, though, don't necessarily put a whole lot of effort into post-production. Yeah. And Rusty does. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of people that just talk. Um, and there's a lot of people more interesting than us. We and, know that too. And that's, and that's fine. I mean, the, for the first, what, like almost 200 episodes, there wasn't really much post-production. It was more like slap these, uh, these d- different files together, kind of make them about I mean, the same volume yeah, and go. You know? Trent had everything kind of on autopilot and he yeah. set a certain level for everything and then just let it rip. And he was posting, he was giving me the sound files back. 20 minutes after we de- we were done recording. Right. And, and it was just like, you know, using scotch tape to put fucking MP3 files together. And, you know, that was pretty much it. And it was fine. I mean, it was fine. It got the content out. And that's a, that's that was what was needed. But as soon as I decided, hey, we want a studio. Yeah. And it was really me saying, uh, we need a studio. <laughs> uh that I'm like, okay, well, now that we've already kind of invested in the studio, we might as well put a little effort into the post. So, <laughs> uh, and by we, I mean I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's true. I really don't mind it. I, you know, I, I did mind the pictures, though. I mean, the the pictures <laughs> were the worst part. It brings it back up. It it really, the the pictures, like, honestly like fucking 10 you know 10 episodes down the line you'll never fucking see the pictures right but the pictures were like very literally sometimes an hour's worth of time for me just to find the right picture that wasn't like fucking terrible and wasn't like straight up fucking like pulling you know, pulling from a copyrighted source or whatever. And, and honestly, the pictures only post in three places. They post on the website, Twitter, and Facebook. Right. And so if you can't, if you're very curious about all this and you've literally just been listening to the RSS feed, which is actually the majority of everything we get. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if all, all of the, uh, all of the, you can see all the pictures in our Twitter feed. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Facebook has a good majority of like the last two years, but once you get past two years, it gets kind of hard to, uh, to dig them up. 
uh, mm. Facebook starts dropping off, but Twitter's pretty much got like all of the last three or four years worth. Not more than that. Uh, Twitter is how me and Trent salvaged all the images for the site for the most part, all the episode titles. Um, I, and that that right there is the reason. An, another thing that I've done is I've went totally fucking anal about making sure there's backups of backups. So, <laughs> uh, I have, I have made, you know, made process changes that is not always seen, but would be really extremely nice to have if we have, say, you know, and uh, a big issue. This dog. She's eaten so many holes in that blanket. It's just like a weird punch. <laughs> she got her ears sticking out of some of them. She's sitting there going, what did I do? And, and no, her nose is through another fucking hole. She can kind of see. Wow. She's really tangled in that shit. Okay, now she's blind. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow. What did I do? Oh, uh, that dog. Oh, my God. Like She, she hasn't seen, seen people in so long. She hasn't seen me in fucking, what, a month and a half? Yeah, about. And we started doing Skype late March, right? Uh, something like that. So probably two yeah, months. About two months. Uh, so as soon as I come through the door, she's like, you know, she really wants to get to me. And Justin was like holding her back. And I'm, you know, I got all of the stuff out of my hands, The you know, the can of soda that i knew that that dog was going to freaking knock right the hell out of my hands and stuff and uh and the little pup was just like jumping trying to get out of yeah, know, usually i'll just like a grip just like kind of sandwich her her haunches right between my hands when she's getting nutty like that and on the on the wood floor yeah it's just like the road runner yeah so she she's like fucking looney tunes running in the spot but like feet are going at 100 miles an hour you know and and not getting a lot of purchase and finally she ends up like basically jumping directly at me uh yeah this dog just needed to have uh, uh some enrichment and she continually like oh my god there's another human being in here and she comes over and Pulls on my fucking cables again. She's now like three inches from the You can the hear the, the. Hear the tail. Yeah, yeah, you, you started talking about the deaf dog and she went, Oh, she, you must be talking about she me. She heard me. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. She knows. She's, she's like psychic deaf dog. She's like, I know I'm being talked about. But. No man, it's uh, it, it's been a f- this uh, social distancing shit is really fucking hard on people. It's not hard on me though, man. I can I could go fucking years without seeing another fool. And I was on, on my way here. I'm like, you know, when this was in the height of like social distancing and people not leaving and all the fucking places were closed. There's like four cars on the fucking road and I can just like go without any road rage. I had road rage within like three seconds of leaving my parking (laughs) spot. So, uh, like, yeah, uh, I could do without. Yeah. So the, there was a lot of memes out there when it, everything first was starting to kind of open again. It's like people don't know the rules of the Rona. They don't know that the new speed limit has raised to 85 miles an hour. And that if you're slow, you must move over. Nah. 
I mean, and now we're just back to regular traffic and it's regular speed, and it drives me fucking. It's not quite regular traffic. There's still quite a bit of a. It's still not quite as meshed as it was. Yeah, but you know, there's there's places that um, you know, since like the restaurants have started opening up, the idiots started moving out. Um, and it was uh, and and I say idiots only because I don't know them. And uh, they just default to idiot. Um, If they're on the road and they're in my way, they're a fucking idiot. Uh, That's just the way it is. Uh, But I'm also really used to driving at night, which hopefully most people are asleep, you know, so I don't have to deal with people. Uh, Everything I do is pretty much to distance myself from uh, as many people as possible. (laughs) So. So, Jason, besides cameras... The last week or so, did anything else oddball happen? To, to be honest, I really didn't have anything outside of uh, me and Rusty seriously com- miscommunicating about these damn photos on Monday. Dude, um, I was just trying to help. I, In my own way, I was trying to help slash get you to do exactly what I did. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And this is why Rusty's not your boss. There's a reason why. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, can Jason do what you told or or else? (laughs) Because, like, you you know Rusty and I are seriously miscommunicating when we can't actually, uh, when one of us can't actually differentiate, like, just being our normal assholey self and going. Yeah. I mean, all three of us are honestly kind of assholes. No it's just that. So I know you, like I said, I know you guys know each other longer than me, but it's kind of like three brothers that are just dicks. <laughs> That's true. You know what? That's the first very time I've true. seen you in months, I'm going to sock you in the nuts just because, you know, yeah, we haven't, we haven't go quite that far. <laughs> Um, I just let the animals greet them as they haven't had proper human contact in a while. Yeah, we, we, we have Rusty and I've come close a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> fucker. Like we we've gotten on each other's nerves before, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was uh, just kind of one of those things. I I played around with the template, and I, you're right, Rusty. I probably played around with it too much, but. You know, I was, I was just trying to play around with it. I was just trying to find um, a good way to say that I hated it. There was, there was a point. So, like, <laughs> I tell this story as it's been more than ten years at this point. But there was a point early two thousands or mid two thousands. Me, me and Trent were living together, and he had this really, this girl that he was seeing and had been seeing for a while that he would. Screw in his bedroom, right? We're in an apartment, and our rooms are on opposite sides of the apartment. But she made some really annoying noises. And most of the time, you couldn't hear noises either way when we had, you know, girlfriends over, right? Right. Um, But she made some really annoying noises. And I just got sick of it one day, and I said, the next night I have a plan. And all I did is I ate refried beans for two different meals. <laughs> and I knew that the gas was building, and I just sat next to the edge of the door and just let it rip and rip and rip and rip and just kept doing it like a fucking stink bomb. 
I just wanted to be that annoying roommate that night. <laughs> That's amazing. And the thing is, is that he was passed out, but she was not, and I was okay with that. <laughs> she said, what the fuck? And I was like, you are loud and annoying. <laughs> just... That's awesome. And I don't know that she ever, she may or may not have ever told him this, but yeah, she used to piss me off routinely. And I just remember doing that. I said, you're loud. She's like, you can hear? I was like, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. <laughs> That's like awesome. Dying crow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh Annoying God. as hell. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh but but believe the, the it or fo- not. The follow up you know, to that is like, have you ever seen a porn and heard it sound like that? As like I'm not that far off. I didn't say dying crow. No. I said I don't remember what I said. I said something really shitty to her. <laughs> oh wait, know. wait, no, I take that back. I think I have, but I don't remember the porn star. <laughs> She's a fairly famous porn star, though. I, I just cannot remember. That sounds her like name. a dying crow. Remember names? Like yeah. Do you have to watch it on mute? Do you? Do you actually pay attention to the names? I. I mean that that just boggles the mind, sir. I don't. I mean, it's like oh, sure. some people okay. do. Okay. Uh, well, I'm bad with names anyway, but you know, I mean, it's probably 100% blackout when I'll, it comes to fucking porn. I won't go into way too much. Won't be specific about it, but mm-hmm. I mean, you find you find what gets your what what makes you uh, work, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you know, you what, do. And uh, yeah, the crazier thing is, is that the older you get, right? Unless you're just fucking a little bit broken like they kind of grow up with you <laughs> so now everything that i'm watching again without getting overly specific would be considered milf porn because they're not young anymore <laughs> they were young when they started but now everybody's a fucking oh, milf she's getting better as she gets aged Whew, oh like there's a, a couple that wine. are there are a couple that are it's like holy shit how do you stay that fit well i mean that's a lot of physical activity. So. That is a bizarre it's job. True. Yeah. Oh my god. But wow. You again. We are an M-rated show. Yeah. You are <laughs> right. Yeah. That you were. Um, no like shame. Milf porn, man. That's fucking like. So, well, anything mean? over thirty is milf porn. Uh, What's well, wrong with that? I'm over thirty. I'm not watching barely nothing. legal because I'm not twenty. Right. There's nothing wrong. With it. But then again, fucking old farts, man. No, think about it. Think about my position, right? The last year, I've had somebody who's, I've had, I've raised two teen, well, I haven't really raised the one I'm with right now, right? Right, right. But the one that's been living with me right now, 17. Right. Right? And there was a, Spencer lived with me from the time he was like 14 till he was about 18. Yeah. Right? So, teenagers look like fucking teenagers to me, man. I, there's no... And it used to, the closer you get to looking like a teenager, the closer it goes to look weird me out. Be 25 and look like you're 18, and to me, you look like a fucking kid. Uh, right. And I just, no, nah, can't do it. No. Nah. Can't do it. No. Nah. You got a right. poncho dog over there. She's yeah, She keeps I really over. just need to get another blanket. That's bad. Yeah. You. 
She loves that. So movie. back to it. Yeah. I uh, believe it or not, once I once I settled on that and got past it, um, yeah, I'll be honest. This post holiday work week was absolute fucking shit. And um, I agree. So when when I was getting home at night, like. For whatever reason, I guess because it was because it had already gotten my creative juices flowing again. <laughs> juices. <Jesus>. Um, <laughs> We're juicy today. <laughs> we are. Um, I uh, I just started. Believe it or not, I hit the website and I started taking past episodes and. Uh, uh, redo just re because Rusty started all the text and the logo and everything about um halfway through the 300s season nine, yeah, season, it's somewhere eight, the, season nine, somewhere in the it's 300s. the 300s, yeah. um, and uh, so I just I decided, you know what, I don't know if this can actually if these can actually update without screwing up the RSS feed, but it right now, I don't care. I'm just going to go through, redo all of these. If we can find a way to make it work. Awesome. That would make the season uniform. If not, it's just the logo. It should be easy to fucking do. Yeah. I just need to know. I need to see where the feed, how the feed builds it. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, I just need to test it on one and see if it updates the feed properly. We have a very automated process at this point, thanks to Trent, that links everything together. So I don't have to dick with RSS feed right now. Oh, that's good. Literally, the auto- RSS feed automatically updates based off what I post. It's we've got a nice. I won't say program. I won't say what it's called, but we've got a program that just pulls directly from the source of what I'm doing. Don't have to dick with it at all. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. 15 minutes later, when I post something, it's posted to RSS feed. Another 15 minutes goes by. It's on Spotify. It's some point on iTunes. It takes forever. <laughs> iTunes is iTunes. Um, and if you've got a, you know, an RSS program that you can just follow that. Yeah. Um, it should be 15 minutes after I'm posting it on Twitter. You can just grab it. Perfect. I mean, too impatient to wait until it posts to Spotify to, I don't know. But yeah, the going back and doing those is a bit of an overachiever thing, but it's good practice. Yeah. I ended up having to grab them off Twitter and send them to him because I was looking in the images folder. I have them. It was like three o'clock, seven o'clock in the evening. Oh, well, I mean, we yeah. didn't want to bug you. Okay. But I have the files. Like, it, literally, I have backups of all of the finished products since I started doing uh, doing this back in the 200s. So, you know, or, uh, I think that's where I'm at. But I, I've got backups, man. If you just, if you need the, you know, need the files, let me know. Rusty, have you been anything game-ish related or non-game-ish related happening? I mean, for the last two weeks, really, it's been fucking... It's been work has eaten every bit of what 
I could consider like downtime. Like even even on my days off, I still have to think about work, and it has wore on me quite a bit to the point where I said, "I'm not coming in next week." You oh, guys so next can week, fucking deal with it. Next week you're off. Yeah, uh, but that feels nice. But I still have to be in town because of things and stuff but i don't have to worry about like going into work and they're you know they i I got a promise from my team and my you know and the people that i work with to leave me the fuck alone if at all possible for the next 10 days Uh, nice and i gotta say i mean i needed this like really needed. were you actually off monday uh, no, I worked. Yeah, see, I did so, too, so I've got an extra holiday, basically, I'm going to spend. Yeah, so I, I end up getting, you know, a, a, a basically a full week of holiday, you know, for the fact that I'm, like, really essential, I guess. I don't know. I don't ever really get days off. If it's a holiday during the during my shift, I don't get the day off. I still have to work. Um, because computer repairs don't wait for no shit. Uh, but the, uh, (laughs) but the, uh, the the reality though is is now I've got some time, you know, and I'm, and I can actually like fucking relax for, you know, for a while. So that means that I really didn't get to do anything super, like super special. I played more final fantasy because that is comfortable and I can go back to it whenever. Um, it's your potato chips. It, it is. It really kind of like you know that is that is my uh, that's my version of poutine. Okay, all right. I I'll, I will have my double fried French fries with cheese curds and gravy. Um, mm, that's so good. Anyway, <laughs> you know Final Fantasy fourteen has been kind of the the go to for weeks now. Uh, and it really hasn't changed much. There hasn't been anything super new that I've been interested in. I'm not a big fan of like Animal Crossing or any of that bullshit. So, um, so I really haven't been doing much with it. I've been waiting to see if there's been uh, going to be an update for Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, mainly because I just kind of want to see that. I'm also kind of like really want to see that on PC, but I know I'm not going to get that right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, more Final Fantasy 14. I mean, if you want me to talk about that, I can. I may jump into it. I Before we do, I was going to say, this show almost didn't get recorded. I've been having some serious internet issues here. Yeah. Um, almost. I So I've been down four times this week while working. Oh, damn. Twice today. Considering you're working from home, that's a that's a pretty big deal. Now I'm I'm salary. I don't get paid hourly, but I have to catch up. Yeah. So there's been a lot of days that I've been working late, yeah. which sucks ass. Um, and there's been a couple of times where I've really had to work late to catch up. Now to the point where I knew that the only way for me to catch up was to log in as invisible, so nobody knew that I was there at like eight thirty at night trying to catch up with stuff. Um, because they're not used to me being there. And if I was there, then I'd never get anything done. But, um, yeah, that's been my life today. It was twice. I ended up having to work late again. I didn't get a lunch. Um, I was in a mood 
just ready to get the fuck out of here. But I got a, I got finished with work like an hour and a half late. Yeah. Like, I, I slept in and I figured, oh, I'm going to be fucking late. And then I, I look at the, you know, look at the feed and be like, oh, yeah, he just got off work 11 minutes ago. Oh, I'm not late. <laughs> he still needs to work out dinner and whatnot. So, yeah, it's <laughs> I was so upset. You know, I don't mind mentioning this name because they fucking suck right now. But Cox has been my Internet service provider. And yeah. I subscribe to the Gigablast package, which is their high-end package, right? Right. Um, which should be, you know, a gigabit connection. And there are times when it gets close to that. Sometimes it surpasses it. Lately, it just keeps going down. And I finally called up and finally got to, like, their third-tier support. I hear that they're trying to upgrade the infrastructure in my area. And I was like, yeah, I looked that up. And you're supposed to be sending me a mailer on when you're scheduling it. It's like, to me, it seems like it's going out because it's being overloaded. And then you're going and repairing it and not upgrading it. Because if it was being upgraded, if it's anything like your website says, you would have sent me something that said it's going to be down a few times in the next few weeks, and here's the scheduled times. So I don't have any scheduled times, so I have to work around it. I was like, and you know, I I exaggerated a little bit. It's like, you know, and I'm losing money and time because I can't work. Right. I was like literally in the middle of a meeting, drop out. In the middle of doing something with a customer, drop out. I said, I do exactly what you do, except you know what I am? I'm the third supervisor you talk to when you escalate, escalate, escalate. I was like, I know how this works. But think about that. In your position, what would your boss do if you'd miss four time, work four times this week? In one week. <laughs> think about what you would have missed with your hourly. And then this person comes back and says, well, I can compensate you. And then they start compensating me with the amount of hours missed. I was like, no, no you're no. prorating me at Cox's rate. I don't get paid what at a waiter Cox's makes. Rate. Right. Right? You're you're paying me at the rate uh -huh. of the amount of hours there are in a month. I was like, you're trying to piss me off to make me hang up so you can go on to your next customer. That's not how it works here. I was like, at the very least, treat me fairly. <laughs> I've been here for five years, and I'm not going to sit here and cuss you out, so you're not going to tell, tell somebody else that I'm being rude and insolent to you no. so that you can get off the phone and move on to your next day. I was like, you're going to try to fix this. And what that means is don't prorate me at a shitty ass rate. I'm going to give you $2.15. Go fuck yourself. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> I was like, so prorate me appropriately. I was like, I'm not even asking you to waive the whole fucking bill. I was like, but you know what? If I wanted to be a real asshole about it, that's what I'd be asking about it. Because, you know, I've been at a point right now where I very easily missed $108 worth of work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. I was like, and I'm not going to give you the magic words that gets you over to somebody else. I was like, but you can't find somebody that will give you the authority to give me a fair prorate and don't prorate me hourly. You will not transfer I was me. like, <laughs> I was like, man. I'm just like at the point of like going all the places with this, right? I didn't well, want to drop the Better Business Bureau thing because then they transfer me. I, well, of course, you know all the trigger words, which is kind of right. You, know, you say I mean, that it gets over to me when I'm talking to somebody, right? right? You said Better Business Bureau, and now yeah. I got to take this call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you mean, got past when when you're kind of in that sort of business, or you've dealt with that sort of business before. Like, I, I can say it. I, I've worked in a call center before. Well, they, I mean, they ended was... up prorating me for 10 days worth of service, so they gave me 30% off the bill, essentially. Okay. Well, Which I mean, I'm, okay, I'm okay with it. That's better than – that was better than the $7 they were going to give me. Oh, $7. Yeah. He was literally trying to prorate me. He calculated all the minutes that I was out at the rate at what it would be by minute. 
for an entire month worth of internet service. What an asshole. You know, it probably cost him more time. That came more. up as well. I was like, the amount of time that I've spent, you've spent more money of your company. You spent more of your company's money having me on the phone for four hours and you spent trying to compensate me and fix this fairly. Fuck, seriously. I was just like, man, I've been doing this way too long. Yeah, no, nah, that, that, that shit doesn't, that doesn't fly with me either. Uh, I'm pretty, like, because I've dealt with people on the phone before, right? I it, I would consider myself a, a fairly reasonable, you know, customer when calling in. I, I deal people, with people, here's the thing. This is, you know, not toot my own horn. I've just been working here forever, right? If somebody says you're going to email your boss and they're going to call you back in three days, I'm that guy. Right. Yeah, right? And I go guy. through I go through a list of emails that are on a special system for escalations, and I call back people on that last leg of support. Right. Right. So I've dealt with all that shit, and I've been doing it a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, no you one's... get some racist shit. You get some crazy shit on the phone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a reason why I'm not part of that uh, that industry anymore. Um, you know, I computers don't talk back. I mean, they try, but they don't. I have no idea what that sound was, but hey. <laughs> but anyway, yeah the um, the uh, the the idea of fucking getting just like a couple dollars for service hours, especially if you're fucking working from home, that's uh, that's nuts. It's real fucking nuts. So, I mean. Shoot, if I were working from home and I had that kind of outage, yeah, it wouldn't just be me calling. Like our director of operations would be on the phone with me, dude, up Cox's ass. Well, like, I was just to I, I was to a point where I was like, you're gonna get critical. me. In, you're gonna get me in trouble a lot. Like as you know, right. my boss is extremely understanding. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling this guy, like, you're really going to get me in trouble. And I was like, here's the other thing. You've got some of my employees where we've had to make some crazy exceptions because your service sucks so much ass right now in my town. I was like, I have a guy that's missing 12 hours from his paycheck. You know what that's costing him? About 200 bucks, dude. Yeah. You're costing somebody about 200 bucks because you can't get your shit right and you can't tell him when it's going to be. I was like, I would work with this guy and move his hours around to fit your fucking outage if you were actually planning this. But what you're doing is patch doing a fucking patch job in my city and it's pissing me off. Right. Well, I I actually have the same service. I I have Cox. Damn it, dog. Seriously. She, she just wants a hug. Ow. <laughs> God, she just scratched the piss out of my neck. Oh. <laughs> Holy fuck. She's just like, fuck you. You're getting a hug. What? And then he's going to get licked in the face. What? Oh, she's so cute when she does this. <laughs> Rusty's over there staring into her blue and brown eye. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um. <sighs> Man, I can't even good? hear you on the microphone there, Lola Dog. Uh, <laughs> that feel good? Oh my god, she's chewing on my face. Oh fucking hand. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I have Cox as well, but I don't have the Gigablast, and I think it might actually be 
that service that's causing the issue. Because I haven't had any problems with one. I've actually thought about downgrading, but I can't. Uh, I'm I'm glad I hadn't upgraded. It sounds like the Gigablast, uh, you know, infrastructure is not quite right. But man, if if I ended up having an issue like what you're having, and I work from home sometimes as well, uh, I I don't have the option of going down. Well, I almost tried to figure out if there was a workstation at work, and it's so locked down in my building right now. I'd have to badge in twice. I could have to badge in at the outer doors. I'd have to badge in again, and they only have like six workstations there for just really random shit. And I was almost at that point. I was like, I'm just gonna have to run into work. I have, I have to badge in three times, get my eye checked once. I have to get my temperature checked before I can even enter the building, uh, and I have to with super with the fucking security guard supervising. Use hand sanitizer on my hands and make sure that that is a thing. And then I've got a bottle of hand sanitizer at my desk. Uh, and if there are more than five people in the office, I'm required to wear a mask. And I can't stand within six feet of anybody. So it, it, it some companies just go way over fucking board. It's way easier, basically, just to stay home. Uh, I don't have the option because what I do we're, is physical work. But yeah, I, the logistics are getting crazy where I'm at too. We're, our manufacturing division is actually making masks right now for the people that are going to be going back. Right. But like, I'm getting employees assigned to me that work in different states at this point, so I think I'm probably okay for a while. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I'm it's, a, I'm onboarding somebody from West Virginia. Uh, as of next week <laughs> there you go i mean the uh i know that the the whole i mean we're not gonna you know get into the whole fucking virus yeah this won't be the chronocast this is not gonna be the chronocast but the the with things opening up slowly there's you know there's supposed to be an abundance of caution that i'm not quite seeing in the public yet uh, and that means that when I go to the fucking store to get food, half of the time I don't see masks on people, uh, or uh, or you know things like that. And there's it's, way too many people going to fucking restaurants right now, and I just I just can't bring I'm, it. Honestly, for me, like I'm not. I don't know how to say this without sounding weird. So I don't like wearing a mask, so I stay home. Right, I really hate wearing a mask. I wear glasses, and that fucks fucking fogs up my glasses. So I, I leave it in the car, and then when I go to the store, that's when I wear it. And then half the time, I don't want to dick with that, so I just leave it in the floorboard. And when somebody is loading up my car, then I put it on for five minutes, and it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I have to carry around a, uh, a bag of masks. Uh, some uh, some gloves, hand sanitizer, all of the stuff is now part of my your kit, my kit, my bag. I have to take with me when I go do work, uh, and I have to wear it whenever I'm working on an inanimate object. It that shouldn't ever. See and then Jason anybody. over here has to take people's temperature, wear gloves, and a mask all fucking day. Yeah. So yeah, pretty it's, much. Your hands got to be sweaty as fuck. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I technically only have to uh, to wear it when I'm up and around. So basically, um, you get to take a break. Yeah, I do get to take a little bit of a break. I have to uh, put it on, get up, check people's temperatures, and then uh, go back. But um, for the most part, I don't have to like wear the glove full time. The glove, the, a singular glove, and and I do. I just I wear Bend one over. glove, <laughs> and that glove is on the hand that is going near people's faces. That. That's pretty much it. I don't even have that. When I get temperature scanned, it's, I mean, it's from like five feet away using a laser on my forehead. So you feel like you're getting sniped? Yes. Every day. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, that thing aside, though, because I feel like we ought to talk some video games. Video games. Um, Jason, I'm going to actually start with you. Do it. Are you playing anything? Do it. You get around nope, anything? Nope. My, my zen was in GIMP this week. Okay. You played GIMP. Yeah. I mean. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the thing that's going to piss Rusty off. I mean, if you Why if you? you look at the, uh, if you look at the. What makes the it fun? folder in Google Drive. <laughs> I'm trying to. For those behind behind the scenes, I've told these guys who's going to try to structure this better, and I'm still fucking it up. Yeah, you are. Um, but now I'm going to stick straight to structure. So, you Jason. Are, you are directing horribly. Thank you. What makes Gimp fun? <laughs> can, can, can you give me some uh, some some uh, some positives and negatives uh, with that uh, with Gimp? Yeah, you didn't read the you didn't read the document. I did too. I am I am extrapolating. I am extremely. <laughs> you know, for me, um, you know, off and on throughout the years, uh, uh, different creative outlets, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, sketching or it's uh, uh, inking and coloring, or it's uh, doing photo editing like this. And photo editing used to be a large large part of my job at work it hasn't been for for about a year and a half but i mean it's always been uh been something i've kind of gravitated towards um you know just putting together content um so for me it's more of a um i don't know if most people would call it fun but for me it's just Sometimes, sometimes you need some Zen. I just need some Zen and, you know, it's both relaxing and, uh, and mentally engaging at the same time for me. But what about GIMP though? (laughs) I mean, plus part of it has also been, um, uh, GIMP will basically do. So GIMP is free image software, image software, and GIMP will basically, if you install the right extensions, do pretty much whatever, um, whatever you can do in Photoshop. The thing is, though, that with GIMP, um, 
a lot of those things that you do in Photoshop aren't automated to a single button. Right. So you do have um, two, three, four, sometimes five different steps to do in GIMP what what you do in Photoshop with a single click. Um, now, a couple advantages to that are that um, you can actually, uh, you know, once you get practiced enough with it and you're using it enough, that means you can actually be more accurate with a lot of those editing things, such as uh, um, adding adding borders around uh, non-bordered text, uh, removing uh, elements from images and placing them into another, etc. You can be a whole lot more accurate with that stuff in GIMP um, because, you know, all those processes Photoshop is doing, you're doing in separate pieces. It takes you four times as long. Which if is, you're not practiced with it, yes. Which is fine. I mean, people use GIMP all the time. It, I mean, it's being a free software, it's kind of a, you know, it's, that's kind of the biggest draw. Uh, and the fact that it still works with PSD documents. Yeah. The the thing about Photoshop, for, for me, you know, just kind of compare, comparing the two, because I've used both, but I hate GIMP's interface. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. There's um, an extension for that. And, and that's fine, but I still hate it. Um, <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. But I have, I've been using Photoshop for years and, you know, I'm, I'm not the well, best I mean, at it, but that that's basically what they teach you in college. I mean, well, I mean, we've, played around with GIMP in the same class. It's the, that's the thing, just to kind of compare the two. Um, but Photoshop was the main portion of the, of the class, and since I took that class, it was, you know, you know, Photoshop just became second nature. There's a lot of quality of life that comes with Photoshop. Uh, there is. But it also there comes is. with a subscription fee now, too. But that's, that's very true. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm paying for the, you know, for, you know, the base photo of Photoshop, but I've been paying it for years. So, um, I would have much rather had just the one license to be done with it, but that's not how creative cloud works anymore. Um, that said though, you know, it's done everything that I've wanted it to do and has been versatile enough to be able to, you know, to do even more, you know, and, you you don't need to see the power of Photoshop. All you have to do is go to Reddit to see that shit. Um, right. You know, but the, uh, you know, the, the thing is, is, you know, I could never use GIMP. I mean, not for what I was doing for the, uh, you know, for the, for the podcast or just from normal photo editing. So to see your final result come out to be so damn similar I was happy with. So, I mean, that's, and that's what I was trying to get at and failing to do through text. Was oh, that... both of us were failing to do a lot of things through text that day, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but the, yeah, was... uh, the, the thing is, and that was a, that was kind of another 
um, reason in the back of my mind to go back and do these, uh, do these ones from 2018 that, uh, that didn't have the text and the logo is just, you know, master crafting the, uh, uh, master crafting the, the borders and the shading you were using, etc., Um, and just relearning all that in GIMP. Cause I haven't done that on a, on a daily or week weekly basis in, a, in about a year and a half to two years. So, it's good you know, practice. It's good practice. going back and, and retraining that was another part of it too. Yeah. So Rusty, I assume you're going to talk about final fantasy cause that's what you're going to be doing next week, right? Well, for the most part, yeah. Um, uh, have you thought about playing anything else? Have I thought about it? I can say that I have thought about playing other games. Well, if you were to change, what would you change to? If I was to change, I would probably play Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, you mean the other Final <laughs> Fantasy? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, if I was to do anything, I would probably play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, thing is, is I don't have it loaded and I'm not sure if my PlayStation works. So um, uh, so there's a couple things that I would need to work out. Um, I'm actually regretting getting it on download because I've played it so little at this point I could have loaned it to one of you two. It's not that I don't want to play it. I just want it to patch. Right. And, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I've been waiting and have been waiting for weeks now is, you know, is I don't feel... Like, I absolutely must play this right the fuck now. Um, even though, from what I've seen so far, it's it's a fairly, you know, fairly good remake of, you know, the original game. I've just played the fuck out of the original game, so I know all of the story beats, and it would just be nice to have it voiced. And I found that, I found that more and more, actually, even you know, even from Final Fantasy fourteen is that I've gotten used to playing RPGs that are fully voiced. That's been a thing the last fifteen years, yeah. But it's not always a thing. You I mean you don't see every RPG out there, especially JRPGs with full voice acting. Um a lot of it is reading because of localizations and whatnot. That's it's hard to do eight different fucking vocal tracks for, you know, for a game that's shipped worldwide. You know, that has a Bible's worth of text. Right, exactly, with, like, a book of, like... If you really want to read, I mean, you've got Torment, Tides, and Imunera, and I think there's literally 3,000 pages of dialogue in that game. I know. I saw... so, And that was one of the reasons why I stopped playing that early. It was because I was done fucking reading. Like... Uh, I mean, I, I went back and, you know, had played uh, Morrowind, like going through Morrowind, you know, years later, right? Uh, that game requires you to read and comprehend and remember details from the text boxes. It's, it's you know, I mean there's parts of the conversation where you have to click words in the conversation to bring out more detail, like to further on the conversation. So my God, this dog is really fucking needy right now. 
Um, she hadn't seen Rusty in it. She needs some of that juicy love. <laughs> she does. Juicy love. But, um, so yeah, you're, this, you're diving. Are you trying to raid right now, or what are you trying so to do? So what I've done with, uh, with Final Fantasy fourteen though, is, is I've done, uh, I've spent some time over the last, you know, few play sessions or so, uh, going through all of the shit that I missed, like all of the shit that I skipped over on my first uh, first run through the game. Or like quests or what? Uh, so unlocks, quests, uh, dungeons, things of that nature. Uh, sit down. Oh, my God. Uh, this dog is really fucking needy right now. Um, and I can't hear myself. Nah, she's on my cable. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. So, I've, uh, I've been doing a lot of the fucking uh, unlocks. Oh, my God, Doc. Seriously? She's going to climb on your head. She is. If I, I'm not going to give. Yeah. Oh, damn. Sorry. Um. Anyway, the the unlocks would be uh, like hard modes of uh, of dungeons that I didn't do, shit uh, content that I skipped over just to get to the uh, to max level, uh, and I did end up actually doing raids for the first time, but only because it was going to be required for the story going forward. And uh, you know, and and that was that was. Uh, an interesting thing because that was that opens up the twenty four man uh, content in Final Fantasy fourteen for me, which I've never been in one of those twenty uh, four man content raids, and that's been a thing since like you know two really, so or two point one or whatever. It was like fucking years and years ago. People have been doing this for years, and I've did it for the first time last week. Uh, and that. Uh, those uh, those raids are fun, um, but they're not like WoW raids. That was one of the biggest uh, biggest changes for me. Is WoW raids required like a level of commitment, like time commitment, uh, and you know a you know a raid group and like being on comms and understanding certain things and you know being you know uh, putting like four hours worth of like work into you know a piece of content uh, more than that most of the time it was all fucking weekend right but the uh the raids especially like the older raids they're basically just bigger versions of dungeons or it's like a boss run of like four bosses you know, two trash packs, four bosses, you're done in 15 minutes. Um, the progression raids, like the uh, the stuff that you would remember from WoW, uh, where you spend hours and hours and hours, you know, like beating your head against a fucking wall until you beat it. Uh, that is what they, what's called uh, savage content or ultimate content. There's two different levels of, you know, of content there and do you have to beat the normal version of the raid first to unlock the savage content version of that raid and most people don't even bother with the savage content so i i've said okay well if that's where the progression and where all the fucking like 
headache is and all the fucking like you have to be the absolute best at your job to do everything right and fucking like you be you know be the perfect version of your class i just won't do that and i'll do everything else because there is a lot of really cool story that's uh, locked behind those raid con you know you know raid encounters so and i was missing it all so i decided that i was just going to do that and uh and I got through, uh, I, I, I said, because I'm, I'm a mentor in the game now, apparently, because I've played long enough. Um, I just said in the mentor chat, I'm like, yeah, I haven't done any raids. And then I got like five, five people is like, oh, well, you're fucking doing these raids. And we sat down one morning after I got home from work and just like smashed them all out. And they waited for me to, like, go through the cutscenes and read the story and, you know, and stuff like that. They were patient enough with me with that to allow me to understand where these raids were going. And I wasn't skipping any, you know, any content. And, there, and uh, I mean, that is something that I don't that, get from just random That's people. actually pretty cool. Yeah. That that right there is rare. Yeah. And that, that was really cool of them. And, uh, and... You know, something I find that's kind of unique to Final Fantasy XIV is that the, you know, the player community really does care about the story uh, to, uh, to a measure where they'll put themselves out. Uh, they'll, they'll sit there and basically stare into space while somebody goes through a cutscene uh, just so that that person can understand the cutscene and what, you know, where the story progression is because the story is important. And, uh, I mean, and, and they were commenting, I was commenting, you know, like typing in chat, you know, like what was happening and, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, this is a really good part. You know, make sure that you watch the next cutscene." And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. I mean, you've watched this movie before, but you're not ruining it for me, which I mean, it's, it's fucking, you know, it's, it was a good experience. You know, and that's just one of the reasons why I keep coming back to this game is that the community is just fucking phenomenal. Do you want to hear something weird? Hmm. So what other MMO launched recently? Uh, fuck, dude. You're like... What have we both played? Uh, what have we both played? Yeah. I mean, we both played World of Warcraft, so, I mean... Is there anything that you can remember MMO-wise that we both played at the same time? ESO, yeah, I, we we played ESO for I, like a day. I re-downloaded that. You did? Yeah, I wanted something I could play with a controller. Uh, well, you can play Final Fantasy XIV with a controller, man. Yeah, but I'm not real big on most of the the art style of that. What do you mean? It just uh, you know, Japanese an art whore. It's too Japanesey for it's me. It's not Japanesey. You could play that game without You're ever playing. Seeing what class are you playing? So I'm playing a Hrothgar. Yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing a Catboy. <laughs> yep, exactly, shut up. So now, really what it was, we're having a real hard time getting interested in stuff, right? And I almost loaded up Skyrim again, and I was like, you know what, I have ESO. They're releasing this huge expansion. I wonder what I get if I just load up the base game, right? So I downloaded all 130 gigs of it. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> And then, you know, the game came out in like 2013, so it's a little bit dated looking, right? So I decided to look 
like, what INI edits can I do to make this game look better? Because obviously it runs at max FPS. Because he couldn't play a Bethesda game without fucking modding it. A little bit. This is not. <laughs> it's not that crazy. Like, there, it's actually got a mod section now, kind of like WoW. Oh, of course it does. And I didn't want to go that far. I just wanted to kind of jump in. Oh, yeah. So running it at 1440p, and then I changed the MIP map level on it to a negative 3, uh-huh. which lets it super sample. Uh-huh. So I've got it basically at 1440 um, and super sampling. And? And it looks really fucking clean. <laughs> looks really fucking clean. Um, except some of the characters kind of look like Barbie dolls, like they look kind of plastic. Yeah. Because it's super, super sampling. Um, my hands look a little bit weird. Um, I mean. But, you know, you can play it in first person and third person. And I was like, what do I want to play? And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to play a sorcerer again. I like playing sorcerer. Oh, boy. Um, so I rolled myself a high elf sorcerer because they have the most damage. I, in retrospect, I probably should have went Breton so that I could get the mana regen. But um, you're gonna fucking like shit on my cat boy, and you're gonna play a fucking elf. Okay, he's got cool. a big woolly beard. <laughs> okay, and his cowl covers his ears, so you can't hardly tell he's an elf. He's kind of a fat elf. I made him <laughs> as close to myself as possible. <laughs> Is there elf. such thing as a fat elf? He's a so punchy elf. I, I made a cat boy. <laughs> he's a he's an he's an elf that's had too many cookies. So he's he's a little chunky. I got him as chunky as I could for an elf. Um wanted to be real life. <laughs> he's the Keebler elf tester. <laughs> yeah. He's the tester cookie. He eats all the tester cookies. Make sure people don't die. Keebler elf tester. He uh you know. Couldn't find another name because I've used so many different iterations. You my last name. Just used Keebler, man. That would have been perfect. No, I went with. <laughs> see, this one is Nostrata. Nostrata. Yeah. Nostrata. Yeah, I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Nos Sky. <laughs> well, I mean, I did. I've already used Nostradamus. Right. You could have deleted that character and created it again, but hey, whatever. I, yeah, I wanted to max up my character slots. <sighs> whatever. So, anyways, I. Rolled this uh, sorcerer and, you know, did the things and the stuff. Started playing the game. Didn't really remember anything about the different alliances. And then ran into a situation. I started thinking about it. I was like, so if I want to unlock the sorcerer class, I got to pay basically 10 bucks. Uh-huh. Because, um, but I could try this for a month in between Last of Us and everything else and see if I actually like it again. Uh-huh. And I could buy just the subscription part of it for one month. Uh-huh. And then I found out the subscription opens up like a buttfuck ton of DLC. So you buy the subscription, right? Uh-huh. And there's like 14 zones it unlocks. Yep. Um, And then it gives you the money you needed for that $10 necromancer. Uh-huh. Monthly. For all that random bullshit, if you wanted to buy that. So it gives you the crown store. The crown's on almost a, it's like a penny to crown ratio. It's exactly the same. Okay. So 1,400 crowns is 14 bucks, which is, you pay 14.99 for the subscription. So for 99 cents, you get the subscription and the, those crowns every month. And I used the crowns to buy the necromancer class because I wanted to try him out at some point. So I'm going to switch that up and try a necromancer. But, um... I didn't buy the expansion, which the upgrade would cost. It would get me elsewhere and something else. It would cost me like 40 bucks, And I didn't want to really drop 40 bucks on it if I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Well, yeah. I mean, and if- I figured one month sub is 
me pan the bones after, you know, not pan playing it in like six years. Kind of what I did with Final Fantasy fourteen is I just re-upped because they were doing a, uh, they were doing a a special like return because of the whole. I was trying to get out of the same headspace when I played WoW. I was yeah. like twenty. Right, well, and when I was twenty, the twelve dollar subscription was a lot of money. Right, and right now fourteen ninety nine is, is like fucking cheap when it comes to like what we what do it, in a monthly for games. Yeah, <laughs> and I hadn't really bought anything, so it's like fourteen. Okay, I'll try it for a month and see what fourteen ninety nine unlocks this much. That's cool. Yeah, that's so like hundreds of hours worth of content right there. So I'm gonna try it there's been some things that are annoying about an mmo versus regular game um the things that i do like about it is basically if you just have your cursor over something and it's highlighted red you are aiming at it so you can and it's pretty loose on that aiming so you can almost not quite but almost lock onto something and move around and spell cast so my character has some insta casts and has a you know one second charged cast right i think it's called crystal fragment or something like that right Anyways, um, the button mapping for the controller works extremely well because there's not a lot of skills you can load on your hot pair to begin with because it was kind of meant for a controller. So it's real easy to play with a controller. Like, super fucking easy. The only thing that's a little bit cumbersome are all these sub-menus um, for other things. But for actual gameplay, the controller works 100% fine. Right. Um, so, which is comfortable after, you know, stressing my hands out. Um, the things that are annoying about an MMO, and you can kind of tell me this, like with the amount of people that have jumped in again to re-level a character or whatever, right? with the new expansion, all the zones where you're doing quests is just like tons of people killing the same stuff and going through the exact same thing you are, right? So things were just like respawning so fast, right? But then it doesn't matter that much. It's Nothing's actually been hard for me so far. Right. I'm at level 13 or something like that. Literally nothing's been hard. It's been almost too easy. And I'm waiting till, because there's so many other areas, to branch out to where I get where somebody's not there as much so that I can kind of do the quest by myself. And I was always kind of happy when I got into a zone where there wasn't, you know, where it was instancing me so that I could just kind of focus on making it a little bit difficult for myself while I was playing. I felt very casual. Um <laughs> But it was Zen. Yeah. Um, the quests are all fully voiced. You don't actually say anything, but everybody else says things around you. No. I mean. And, you know. I had some of my old stuff from having the Imperial Edition that I bought seven years ago. So I had, like, my old horse. <laughs> so I hit level 10. Right? And then used my we, old fucking horse. When we both dropped money on this fucking game and played it for 24 hours and said, nah. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking mess. Um, you know, I don't I don't plan on sinking all my time in it, yeah. but I plan on going back and forth between that and something else. I also loaded up something else. Um, I loaded up uh Dying Light. Dying Light again? Yeah. Oh my um, god. More zombies. Yeah, more Dying Light. More parkour. More dying zombies. Light's really good though. Yes, but didn't you finish it? I did. I finished the game. I mean, that being one of the very few zombie games it's that a, I've done. But it's mostly finished. an RPG, though. 
is mostly parkour for me. The zombies were just a fucking obstacle. But it plays the <sighs> leveling system's very oblivion. Like you do a lot of parkour, you get agility points, right? Yeah. You do a lot of combat, you get combat points. You do a lot of story, you get survival points. Yeah, I mean. The thing is, uh, I mean, my hate for zombies has kind of been documented plenty of times on this uh, on this po- uh, podcast. It's just I still have a, done. I still have a hard time with the nighttime zombies in that though. Uh, the nighttime zombies were easy. You just go fucking sleep in a bed and you don't have to worry about them. Um, but there's some more missions that force you to mess with them at first. Yeah, well, there's there are a few missions where there where you have to go out at night to go rescue something or get a uh, a package drop because they do the fucking like uh, the antizen drops. Yeah, antizen drops sometimes at night, and you're like, uh, you gotta go fucking you know. I just there's so much content for that, even though it's a five year old game. Um. Like, there's a separate story that's built into it, and they're releasing a DLC again this summer. Jesus. Um, like, I just, I felt like if they do end up releasing two, I want to have gotten through one this year. I'll be honest, I never quite got through one because something else came up and my ADD kicked in. And then, you know. I didn't finish the DLC for that, but, I mean, I was already kind of zombied out by the time I got to, you know, the end of the story for the you know, for the base game. So I was like, eh, I could not and be fine. I really like the parkour stuff, though. Yeah. I really like the, I very quickly unlocked the skill for pogoing off a zombie's head. Oh, of course, because and, that's fun. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious to just, like, run up and then just hit the jump button and then use him to propel you on top of a bus. Yes. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay. The, um, I've actually been leveling up the agility more than I have the other stuff. I didn't have much combat skills uh, because I spent most of my time running from things. So, uh, so my character was pretty maxed out as far as agility was concerned. You could do all kinds of shit like that. Um, the uh, traversal is pretty, pretty good, and though. that was, and that's what really kept me playing the game. If it was, if it didn't have the parkour, I probably wouldn't have played it. Um, you know, and the sequel needs to nail that again, because if that's not there for uh, for the sequel, uh, there's no fucking way I'd be able to play it. Um, I just it it takes a gimmick like that to be able to break through the fucking zombie hate. For I me. just I like the melee mechanics of that game a lot, <laughs> and I was looking again. Here's what I was looking for. And I ended up playing a sorcerer. Um, I was looking for, you know, Skyrim sword and board, right? I was looking for something like that, which is why I started playing Dead Island. And then I wanted something I could play on my lunch break at work, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started having outages. Then... And so I was like, Dead Island still works. And yeah. I had it downloaded. I just loaded it up. So during my outage time, right, I'd go do a few things around the house, wait for the internet to go up. Um, had a YouTube video queued that would play as soon as the internet came back on, so I'd know when the internet came on, so I could go back to work. Uh, uh, <laughs> God. And then would just goof off and play Dead Island in between stuff. But, I mean, that's how much time I've been down, is I actually got a fair amount of Dead Island done past the opening missions um, into, like, working for Rise and a few other things. Yeah. 
already at the point where I'm at from downtime waiting on the fucking internet. And then it's been down outside of work, too, which is, you know, yeah. I can play my offline games. I also got, you know, to get back into a game that I was kind of pissing on for a while. What's that? Uh, Come Air Squad. Oh, yeah? Did they fix it? Yeah. And cool. uh, I'm almost done with it. Nice. Um, basically, oh. it plays out. you got to beat three bosses, and it kind of roguelites the levels a little bit. Um, but that game's pretty solid. Um, it is, out of the modern XCOM games, it's the worst game, but that's not saying bad things about it. Yeah. That's just saying that it uses a... I think I said it on one of the casts, like, you don't have your turn, then the enemy's turn. It uses an initiative order for everybody, so everybody kind of goes in different turns. And part of the gimmicks were finding ways to move your guys in initiative so that you can get most of your turns before the enemy does. So kind of like a a Final Fantasy Tactics style. Yeah, you end up using CC moves, right? Like, I've got a shot grenade, so that stuns a robotic enemy. I've got... A snake guy that can suck somebody to him and then bind them, right? Yeah, I've got one of the snake characters. Okay, cool. So you can use him to quill around a character and CC them, right? He can't shoot, but he continues to do a couple points of damage every round, and that keeps that person permanently out of the deal. Um, He can also poison a big area, and if you poison a big area, that'll drive people out of cover. So that your other guys can shoot him, right? So he just spits a spit bomb of poison? Yeah. Hmm. It melts armor and does poison. I think it melts armor. Anyways, I know it at least does poison damage. But it's a pretty, it's a bigger area of effect than a grenade. Okay. So it's useful for that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I've got a guy that's a berserker that every time he, he gets natural armor, right? But he also has, um, you can, he's got like four armor on him, which is uncommon in that game, right? When most people are doing... Seven to eight points of damage. Even if somebody crits at eight points of damage, it only did four damage to him, and it's not that big a deal. And it also increases its rage, which also increases the amount of uh, damaging effects that he can do. Berserker rage. It's a pretty good game, and uh, I feel like now that it's fixed, it ought to be a good romp for you. It's just, if you're a really hardcore gamer and the fact that you play, 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 play until something's done, you're going to finish it in about 25 hours, I think. Which is good for a tactics game. Yeah. It's kind of tactics light. Um, and they, you know, they evolve the levels. It's got that weird breach mechanic. If you want to watch people play on Twitch or something, that's probably a good place to see if that's something you'd like or not. Yeah. You don't get to customize your characters the same way you did in the other XCOM games. But the basic mechanics are there. Um, and it, the breach gives you like the weird cinematic matrix time stuff for all your characters in the breach, which is actually kind of cool. Um, other than that, those are that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And yeah. I'll probably actually be playing a little bit more ESO next week, and I'll probably be playing... Uh, I'm taking one day next week, I think. i got to use this Memorial Day. you got to use... you got to take some time off, man. It's, it's... And I need it. I think I may play Phoenix Point. They just... They're about to release their next DLC. Um, and they fixed a bunch of stuff and fixed the mechanics on a lot of stuff and supposed to be fixing customization on characters and I don't want everybody to look like Jason. So since Jason has a video game face, I, I want to get somebody that looks more like me and Rusty. <laughs> he just, Jason. I mean, my face does appear in a lot of video games. Yeah. 
I don't know. I spent uh, it's you can create a Jason pretty easily in a lot of games. Well, I, I spent some time faithfully recreating Jason's face for fucking Fallout Four. So <laughs> yeah, I thought about getting back into that too, but that's why I'm playing Dying Light. That's my regular RPG. ESO's my Memorpager Expedition for the next M- month. Memorpager, and then uh, Phoenix Point will probably be my tactics game after I finish. XCOM. Mm. Let me know if you want to play Final Fantasy fourteen though. Yeah, I don't want to be a cat boy. You don't have to be a cat boy. Why don't we take a break? All right. We'll be back. sad water all across it's in my eye it's in my eye it is a juicy day (laughs) we back Mm -hmm. we back Mm, juicy Mm, I like the juicy stuff Mm. yeah it's uh we are back it's a it's a it's a thing it's a thing and stuff Oh my gosh. It's a podcast. We got a sleepy dog and a sleepy human. Yeah, you were over there yawning, man. Fucking day walkers. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty's <laughs> on the exact opposite schedule of most humans. Yeah, pretty much. Our schedules intersect at 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening. Uh, yeah, when I wake up and they p- start passing out like the fucking weak bastards they are. Ah. Uh... So, this be the uh, the news section, if you wanted to, like, you know, keep with your little fucking sh- sheet. I'm sorry. I should respect the work that you put into the sheet. Respect the sheet. You got a news story, or are you just going to sit over there spewing hatred? No, I'm just going to spew hatred. I want to see if anybody else actually thought of, t- thought of pulling up a fucking news story. I do have a news story. I was going to actually... I'm looking for new releases. Do you guys have anything coming out in the next week? Like, I've been... This year has sucked ass in so many fucking ways, and in the realm of game releases, it's really sucked ass. It... it, I mean, yes. I mean... I don't have... The release schedule kind of sucked ass. I can't think of a single thing right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, just while we're talking about it, I tried out Minecraft Dungeons, and I'm not going to shit on it too hard, but it is way too... There's got to be, like, an expert mode or something. Or I'm just so far in the tutorial, like, it's set up for fucking toddlers. Like, I like Minecraft, but it is so one-hit kill everything and get telegraph everything from a mile away. <laughs> I need a I little mean, bit of the majority of uh, the uh, play demographic for Minecraft nowadays is... Uh, your child is yeah. elementary elementary and preschool children on mobile devices jeez i mean just, you're not wrong you just like called all the minecraft players children you fucking old fart <laughs> i said the majority of their base okay it, it, you're not wrong you're not wrong but you're still an ass like i may give it um, another shot i was really hoping to see something more on game pass this week and i was like man Okay, I'll give it a shot for about 15 minutes, and then it's like, too easy. 
And I don't mean that did you go pshaw. Pshaw. It's just pshaw. It felt like playing like rot. Like <laughs> you know, you've played the Lego games, right? Yes, yes. It's like that. It feels like that. It feels like that. Oh, the fucking Lego games, man. I just why? Anyway, because um, Legos. I stopped playing the fucking like collecto games, you know, long fucking time ago. Like, I think the last one I played was Spyro, because content. Um, so you said you had a story, right? I did have a you know a story, but it was you know Final Fantasy. Related. Okay, well, that's fine. Talk about Final <laughs> Fantasy, you dork. Final Fantasy. So, so there was a. Uh, there was a bit of a leak uh, that came out of uh, the Square Enix side of things. Now, it's, of course, not confirmed at the moment, but the the leak was for Final Fantasy sixteen. So, uh, well, actually, I think there was some blurbs that was uh that was added to it after the leak was uh was made public. So the uh so the situation is Final Fantasy 16 is a thing that Square Enix is doing. Um they are supposedly learning their lesson from, you know, learning from Final Fantasy 15 uh and improving upon it, of course, it's going to be a traditional numbered Final Fantasy, so it's going to be in a completely new world, just like any other Final Fantasy, um, you know, uh, main numbered game, right? Uh, that is interesting in itself, because Final Fantasy uh, fifteen, I didn't have much of a problem with it. The combat was kind of weird, but... Um, it was, it just kind of broke down to warp everywhere. Uh, but they've learned a bit from that portion. They want to keep the action oriented, uh, you know, combat, but the, uh, the news that I saw was that they were going to meld Final Fantasy 15's action oriented combat with a Dark Souls element. I just buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. And it sounds, yeah, I mean, that's kind of you know, like a weird gray area. Where where do you expect a, a Dark Souls element to come in? There um, hasn't been anything like Dark Souls since Dark Souls. I'm just going to say that. Neo is not Dark Souls. No. no it's not going to be Dark Souls until there's a fucking shield. If I can sword and board something like a cannon Dark Souls, it, that'd make me happy. The, uh, so the idea that I have, and I think the you're right, it's a buzzword, but I think it mainly uh, has to do with um, you know, like positionals, essentially. Like making sure that you're outside of a swing or you have a dodge mechanic, right? So you'll have more of an action based instead of using, you know, your HP pool to basically tank everything. You have to either block or dodge uh, attacks, but still have a fully action based, you know, combat system. I take that back. There is one game I think of that's kind of actually works very similar to a, a Souls game, but you don't really have a shield. And that's uh, the surge. Not nearly as cool as Dark Souls, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's on Game Pass. So, 
so what I've got from that was that they were going to take at least one Souls element, and if if I had to guess, it would be the Dodge system. Um, but one of the biggest uh, biggest things that was um, uh, important to me is that the director for Final Fantasy 16 is set to be Yoshi P, which is the the guy that basically saved Final Fantasy 14 from uh, a dumpster and, and, fire, and, right, and made a Realm Reborn happen. So he was he was the deriving force behind getting Final Fantasy 14 to work again after a very disastrous uh, launch of the MMO. He was brought in to basically rewrite the entire fucking game uh, or redirect it so that it can be re-released as a Realm Reborn. Uh, and he hasn't really been at the helm of a uh, of a Final Fantasy game that he could build from the ground up. I mean, he basically rebuilt Final Fantasy fourteen, but he didn't, you know, come up with the you know the original idea. So, seeing him actually get into uh, Final Fantasy sixteen and you know take it on as a you know as a from a director role. Uh, it will be interesting to see because he did a really good job of uh, of turning Final Fantasy fourteen around. He's probably the you know the main driving force why that game still exists. So that's exciting. Um, you know he's a very driven person. Uh, he doesn't give up on anything, obviously. Uh, so uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Final Fantasy 16 looks like. Uh, the the um, a- initial uh, theme for Final Fantasy 16 will have steampunk elements, from what I could you know from what I read. So I'm not big on steampunk, but it's happened in the past. Like there's you know there's been elements of that. You know, in uh, in other Final Fantasies as well. So yeah, the Seven remake and Seven in general is kind of steampunk. Yeah, and well, there's a lot of the the Magitek could actually be looked at as uh, a steampunk style, um, where they use you know the where they use machines to cast spells. Um, so that that is not a new thing for Final Fantasy, but you know we'll see more about this probably later on uh there i'm sure there'll be more uh more news coming down the pipe you know square enix is kind of holding things a little bit um you know but they're uh i mean the that's development's underway for that so we're gonna get another final fantasy which is great i'm happy i'm happy you have any more stories yeah, I was talking about new releases. Um, right now, if you haven't gotten to No Man's Sky, there's been 75 updates at this point. <laughs> right. Um, I dicked around with it, but didn't spend enough time with it in the last week to really talk about it. But if you're interested and you don't have it, and you know that right now there's you want a big open game, and you have Game Pass. It's set to be releasing next month in Game Pass. So by the time you're listening to this episode, it will have released on Game Pass, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where I sit with that game right now. I don't know if I can play it more, but I can tell you that 
My uh, my friend of all of adulthood has been playing the fuck out of it. TJ is somebody I shout out to re- regularly on this show. And he's been begging me to get into No Man's Sky for some reason. We usually play... Right now we're playing that uh, Deep Rock Galactic together sometimes. Right, right. Um, or Half-Life. <laughs> right. I never talk about it on this show, but that's something that happens sometimes. Right. The, the thing uh, with No Man's Sky... I've tried a couple times. Like, there was one time where I went through and I, you know, played, like, fucking, what, 50, 60 hours of it uh, and got my fill. And then I played another 50, 60 hours after, what, the I think the next drop. Um, and, you know, and that was, you know, that was something new and I liked that. But I haven't really played it. I tried. I think I did. I tried uh, booting it back up again. Uh, probably, I don't know, like f- four or five months ago. Uh, and tried playing uh, No Man's Sky again. And I just couldn't get back into it. Um, and maybe it was just... The, uh, the, something felt off uh, for me with uh, with No Man's Sky. But I just couldn't get maybe- back into it. Yeah, they uh, recently released Mechs and Underwater Explore- Exploration. Yeah, you know, it, it's a game that they keep adding to, which, to their credit, I mean, they keep adding to the base game. You don't have to buy anything new. So that's, you know, like the ongoing apology from fucking Hello Games, right? If you want a game that's also <laughs> constantly in development, um, there's a rather large update to Seven Days to Die that comes out here in about two or three weeks. They haven't given an exact release date. Um, shitload of people have played that indie game, which is kind of a hot mess that ends up being fun somehow. <laughs> it is really. You look at if you look at my personal Steam account, um, I have almost 700 hours in Seven Days to Die over the last seven years. And it usually ends up being about 100 hours a year. That's about what it ends up. It, it's just, oh, a big update came out. I'm going to play Seven Days to Die for a month. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, I, and I go back to that game over and over and over again. But I, I do space out the time that I go back to it over and over and over again. Yeah, we, t- we, tend, to, uh, we tend to get through our progression loop uh, with that game uh, when we play together. Uh, we get through the progression loop and you know and build a halfway decent base in about you know about the hundred hours or so, and then after a while, it's like okay, it's just the same bet over and over again. Um, they do add more and more to it, so it gets longer in the progression loop. Uh, but I don't think we've tried in the last year or so to play yeah, that. I'm gonna wait for Alpha 19 to drop, and then I'm gonna play it again, and that comes out next month. So, yeah, if you if you play that game, fuck, there's, <laughs> I have almost 700 hours in a $20 game. Yeah. It, right. It's not a bad deal. I mean, it was what broke the ice for me to play fucking crafting games. So, where's that? Now, you got, if you're looking for that genre, but a more guided progression, Last of Us 2 is supposed to come out, I think, on the 19th um, on PS4. Yep. That'll probably be something I buy pretty soon after launch. Like, I'm probably going to get a store and get it. I get a physical disc so that Jason, if he's interested, can play it as well. 
Oh, yeah, you know I am. And I have the HD remaster of the original for PS4, plus I played the original. Um, really liked that game before. Have high hopes. High hopes. Shit. I'll probably play that game again before playing the second one just to, like, refresh myself. Yeah, I mean, I could be finished with that very soon. You never know. So, yeah. depends on... Um, yeah, but I'll probably loan it straight to you as soon as I'm done. And then uh, I got a couple of little interesting pieces and then one big one. Um, so, it's been... Uh, it has been revealed that Kate Blanchett has been cast in the Borderlands movie adaption as Lilith. Why are they doing a movie? Like, mm. the story always was kind of generic. Well, I mean, it's going to be another bad video game movie. Prediction now, bad video game movie. Um,. Lilith. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I want to see who they cast for Moxie. Right? <laughs> there, there's so, certain characters that they have to get right. Uh, Moxie, Lilith. Um, I mean, if they're going to have Lilith, then it would be, what, the originals? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, they're not going to go with new Vault Hunters. They're probably going to go with originals. So, uh, Mordecai, Brick. I mean, Brick is like a cartoonish character. Like you're He's not literally find... just the fucking Hulk. Right. You're, you're not going to get a person who looks like Brick. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But you could probably get a uh, somebody that can you know, dress up as Mordecai pretty easily. Uh, and of course, you can just get the the mountain. Yeah, but I don't think he's. I mean, he's made too much Game of Thrones movies to money to be in a Borderlands movie. And again, if you look back at the, uh, the uh, if if you look back at the, the, I mean, he only had to memorize what a paragraph's worth of lines for an entire series. Brick doesn't have that many lines either. If you look back, I mean, <laughs> I he was... doesn't have to act. He just has to be big. It just needs to right? be big and punch things. And I'm sure you can <laughs> and do yell. Dave Batista will be brick. Watch uh, there, it. There you go. There you go. I mean, um, I could see that. Actually, he looks kind of like him. Kind of, yeah. He kind of does look like brick. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this movie is being directed by a guy who basically has directed a bunch of B horror films okay, like so it's Cabin right. Fever and Hostel, and yeah. So we're. Now I mean, looking at fucking like the highest quality of anything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Couple of grindhouse shorts, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, great. Then my other small piece of news was that, uh, and this one's a rumor. So take this with a grain of salt. Um, but earlier this week, uh, a Swedish retailer, retailer, iNet, um, added a release date to their long-standing listing for a Nintendo Switch Metroid trilogy. Ooh! So a boot of the prime, 
a uh, port of the Prime trilogy for the Switch. Ooh. Um, they've had that. They've basically had that up there uh, since 2018 mm-hmm. without a date. And now they've added a date of June 19th. Uh, this year? Yeah. Uh, okay. I would think that that would be not right. I would think that'd be newsworthy for Nintendo and they would have said something. They would have said something. But for sure, for sure. I mean, considering the, the, um, the popularity of the Metroid series, there's keep keeping in mind that, um, uh, you know, Nintendo had started having a lot of stuff going on with uh, uh, coronavirus, etc. Back in uh, uh, back in February, it was it was long rumored by a proven reliable source that Nintendo was going to be announcing the trilogy through Nintendo Direct. Right, but um, and it didn't happen so who knows yeah it might have been the original release date but if it happens it'll be a it'll be a really great surprise yeah it's not it wouldn't be the first time that a game just like surprise it's on the fucking shelves now but uh it's also kind of an odd move like if they if there was to go through with that date um having heard nothing else other than a you know a, a website throwing a date on a fucking listing that's kind of a weird move um i don't think that i really put that much stock into it you would you would want to get that out in into the pub you know into the public you know some time ahead knowing you know that the uh the metroid games are that fucking popular though it is kind of like the third re-release of that game so you never know like the fourth one yeah if you Um, guys are because there was the gamecube re-releases or not gamecube uh we we you re-releases and then uh uh wii u update with motion control or we update with motion controls and then a fucking disaster. remaster release for Wii U. So who knows? Hmm. Um, if you guys are curious about something, I've been looking for releases for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a rumored release that's probably false. Do you guys know what Elden Ring is? Oh yeah, uh, that's the fucking mm-hmm. JRR or, uh, or or no, no um, don't mix G- the two. Yeah. Uh, fucking George R. R. Martin. Jer- George R. R. There's fucking letters in their name, man. Yeah. So basically, Martin worked with um the Souls director. Yes. So Martin's doing world building and has created the world for the next game by Miyazaki. And okay. Is that is it Miyazaki? Yes, Miyazaki. Uh, Miyazaki's the guy that directed all that stuff. So, anyways. <laughs> Um, names, man. I'm already. Well, he's uh, the Souls guy. Yeah, okay, Souls he's, guy and fucking like, and you know, George R. R. Martin, uh, just and like, soul crushing guy. 
fucking Game yeah, of Thrones. Two, two people that like punishment. Yeah. Right? Um, anyways. Punish the soul. Um, it's rumored to be released Q3 this year. So, Elden Ring, though, if you want to take a look at it, it looks very Souls-like, but is going more with a more story than Souls, essentially. Having the open world factor, but with more story than they have had before. Because it's usually the environment's telling the story. There's almost no voice acting anything. If there's any lines at all, yeah, there's it's a like, huge... there's like a sentence. Yeah, it's usually pretty sparse. Yeah. Um, but Praise the sun! If... If you're not real sure about that and you're looking for something else, something that's supposed to very assuredly release is called Mortal Shell. And that does come out this year or is supposed to come out this year for sure. And it looks fucking cool as shit. It's Um, supposed to come out for sure, maybe. Yeah. But (laughs) if you're curious, look up some videos from Mortal Shell. It looks very much like... Very much in the weird dark fantasy of Dark Souls, where it's almost horror fantasy, which is kind of the thing I like about it. It's all, you know, weird creatures and shit that you're killing in, in dark spaces or whatever, right? Just something, for whatever reason, that doesn't bother me as much as jumping in and something more realistic. So, um, I would put both of those on your watch list to see some gameplay and see what you think of it. But yeah. I wouldn't have found out about Mortal Shell if I hadn't looked into Elden Ring. Somebody had posted a story um, on Twitter like, hey, Elden Ring might not come out, so why don't you check out Mortal Shell? So I was like, oh, why not? What you got, Steam? What's Mortal Shell? Oh, that looks looks fucking badass. That's a really cool... The trailer's not cinematics. The trailer's just gameplay. And it looks like it's very 60 FPS on the trailer. Well, fucking cool. Yeah, that that probably appeals more to you than me. It's but mostly the art style and combat yeah. looks cool. I mean, I don't mind a Dark Souls style game. I just also don't really want to like raise my blood pressure on days that I am playing video games. Um, I think <laughs> right now, um, if they. Speaking of stuff that could be remade that I would really like just to see it at a higher resolution, if they would remake Demon Souls and just put it at a, you know, super sample it and throw it in 4K, um, I would be a-okay with some Demon Souls. There you go. I got 95% of that game and could not beat the final boss. Um, but it's, it's a little bit harder franchise than Souls, and it kind of sets everything up, and it is pretty fucking cool. Um, that would be thanks to John Beecham. Um, from Pupcast, Carousel, all the things. All the things. Well, speaking of uh, of increased like fidelity and frame rates and, saying, uh, and, and stuff, I've got a couple a uh, couple stories about the uh, the the next gen consoles. Now, the uh, there's details kind of floating out there now, <laughs> trickling in. Um, but right now, the uh, the idea is. Uh, PlayStation and Xbox are kind of taking different sides of the aisle. Uh, PlayStation is uh, is saying that they're not interested in making PlayStation Four versions of PlayStation Five games. I they're don't basically, get that. 
they're basically saying once this console releases and the game is made for uh, for the next gen console, it's only going to be for that gen uh, next gen console. Uh, so there's not going to be backwards compatibility or a different version of a game that's you know that's going to be released. It'll be released exclusively for PlayStation Five, uh, which is, I mean, I understand. Uh, why would you want to like, you know, have you know a couple different versions? There's always that weird transition time uh, when a new console releases, and uh, there's like two different versions of the same game on the shelf. Um, yeah, usually running it, one's running at like three quarter resolution or something. Right, and and the idea is is that they didn't want to uh, you know have the developers uh, you know to do that. They wanted to take advantage of all of the benefits of the PlayStation 5's hardware uh, and not be bogged down with trying to dial it back so that it can work on the PlayStation Four. So that's. That's understandable. You know, I haven't seen much about like the backwards compatibility, but they really haven't been like doubling down on that. The other side of the aisle, of course, is Xbox, where they have. They said, look, we understand you have a collection of games. We want you to be able to continue playing this collection of games. So they're going to be adding 4K and HDR and... Uh, better frame rates to backwards compatible games. So you'll be able to make those older games run better or look better I mean, uh, they, using that hardware. Yeah, I feel like they super sample some of the Xbox titles when I play them. Right. So this this basically would unlock additional power towards your other games like, that you have. So it might make those games like... Yeah, I don't know if you can really fix Demon Souls that much, but well, that's um, a but that's a PlayStation only release. True, but I mean, if they if they was to you know to re-release it, it might get some you know some of that HDR treatment because of the uh, of the um, you know because the yeah, but you really only want HDR and stuff that's optimized for HDR, where they're trying to take advantage of it. Otherwise, you get really dark scenes. Yeah, um, it's probably just going to be, you know, up-resing. Uh, what, you know, what they'll end up doing is just up-res it, clean up the picture a bit. They may not go HDR. Not all titles are going to be HDR, by the way. It's just, just it, you know, they're going to be trying to get as close to 4K as possible with uh, with games, you know, that were released probably for the current Xbox generation, the Xbox One, or Xbox X. Um, the... Uh, the big thing is upping the frame rates. They're going to basically go to uh, so games that are currently like running at thirty, uh, at thirty to sixty will end up running stock you know, sixty, stock sixty upwards to one hundred and twenty is what they're uh, is what they're aiming for. So there's not a lot of TVs that do one hundred and twenty, but not at four K anyway. Not not at four K. But a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people that are playing on these are also playing on old HD TVs, which uh, the older HD TVs like mine has a, ca- a caps out at sixty, I think. Or yeah, 59. For, for me, four K caps out at sixty, and then 
I can get 120 at 1080. But the overhead that the you know the console has it just kind of you know goes to speak with the amount of overhead that you know more power that the uh, that this uh, console has it can go up to 120. So I mean, if you have a 120 hertz monitor, I guess you could hook up your console to that the, and be able to see it. Upper end, like you get out of the you know, the basic Sony and TCL range, and you start getting up into, like, the higher-end Samsung's have some pretty high refresh rates. Yeah. It's just, uh... Do you want to spend a $1,000 or not? Right. And I don't. I don't either. So, but it's nice to see that they're, uh, that they're able to, you know, at least be able to turn that feature on for older games, uh, and, uh and give you the option of being able to continue to play your uh, your current library of stuff. Jason, did you have anything else? Um, the only other thing I had, and this isn't really uh, uh, relevant to any of today's games or anything, but I still think it's pretty big. Um, Xbox conf- or Microsoft confirmed uh, this week that they are investigating a massive data leak, which uh, uh, basically the kernels for the o- OG Xbox console, Ooh. a custom version of Windows 2000, and the code for a version of Windows NT 3.5 uh, was leaked online. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, the leak notably included the development kit for the, for the OG console, um, testing emulators, internal documents, build environments, etc. Oh boy. Um, so, um, you know, granted they'll probably find them and shut them down pretty fast, but this possibly means that a console that has been pretty much non-existent on the emulation scene may very well end up being so. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, in the near future. Um, because just with the, just with the console kernel and the NT kernel, you could, uh, uh, do a lot with that to recreate that, that space to play those games. Yeah. Yeah, that that's uh that's a pretty big deal uh for for Microsoft. They're going to definitely want to try to get a lockdown on that as much as possible. But I mean, if you are into emulation, that kind of you know, that kind of opens the door to those uh to those games that were really locked. Um not that we would ever condone such things. <laughs> But, uh, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, with, uh, with the Xbox, it's the original Xbox, not the 360. So yeah, it's the OG. And I can't really think of like a whole lot of original Xbox games that I really want to play. (laughs) That weren't already made available for the Xbox 360. Right. I mean, through backwards compatibility of some sort or re-released in some way or something like that. So, I mean, it's, 
bad as a company standpoint because I'm I'm sure even those uh, the old colonels have, you know. There's probably have com- relations to newer colonels, right? Exactly. There's there's probably something that could yeah, there's com- got to be compromised. Some, some kind of overlap there, right? Uh, it could be used to uh, to compromise current systems, or at least test compromises for current systems. So that's that's a pretty big deal. Um, but as far as uh, I wouldn't be looking forward to anything emulation related. Not for those systems. Not for those systems, anyway. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's like fucking old ass fucking girls, though. Yeah, know? I think Xbox came out like almost twenty years ago. Yeah, so. yeah, it is. But for Microsoft, you know, being that their kernels don't really uh, make it onto the open net all that often, that's pretty big news for them. Well, the dev kit um, for the original uh, for the original Xbox means that you know homebrews can be a thing. Yep. So. Um, and then you have uh, uh, one other piece of Microsoft news, and that is uh, uh, Xbox themselves uh, released this last week that um, with their and confirmed that with backwards compatibility um, on the Series X, it is going to support. Uh, 4K upresing and higher frame rates on a lot of the older games. Were you listening for about 10 minutes ago? <laughs> you dishman. Jesus Christ. Oh. I, I was talking about I'm sorry. That. I'm about half asleep. I was talking about so that. So if that yeah. was already gone over, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, their backwards compatibility will allow for fucking you know, higher frame rates. I was talking about that shit. God damn, man. Actually, I'm, kind of, I'm pretty sleepy, and I looked at Rusty, and I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> nah, man. I got but, that. I got you. I got but you. But the fact that uh, this includes back to a lot of Xbox 360 games, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Mass Effect, even though I know they're working on... They're rumored to be working on a remaster. I've thought about going back to that. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to get there. Yeah, the oldest them. I'm willing to go right now is ESO and Dying Light. Like to see fucking. Uh, I'd like to see Bauer get the their head out of our ass, but whatever. That's just me. Well, I think we're at that point. Do you guys agree? I agree. I can. I agree. Jason, where can you find us? Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com/tiltcast. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash therealtiltcast and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. you got Cabbage, KBG, you got NoQuarters.net, you've got the Pupcast, you've got BMFCast.com, and you got TVGP.TV. They like Hotas. Hotas. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace. Peace.